And welcome back to the Clutch Gene Podcast. Uh, we took a mini hiatus there, uh, just watching basketball. We're back mainly because Dwayne called Kawhi Leonard MVP and Toronto champion by about you know this time last year. So. Only man, only man in the world. Did you, you put money you on started it? That, I did put money on it. You started that parade, man. You were making paper mache floats and everything. You, it was unreal. Yeah, I knew it was gonna. I knew Kawhi would uh, pull through and uh, uh, stake his claim as the best player in the world. So I think it's fair to say that you have the most credibility amongst the crew. Um, but yeah, it's good to be back. Steph, you're back as well, mate. Fantastic to be here. Uh, crazy off-season. Looking forward to being able to give a preview into what we're looking at this year. And Dom? I think it's going to be the best season we've had in fucking three or four years. Years and years and years. All four of us are in. Duo League. The Duo League. That's what we got. We all had to get together to, to bring it back. That's why we're, I think that's why we're back. We're back because it's a duo league. So we'll start off. We'll kick things off again with our with our top eight so East predictions and just our East sort of, you know, the feel Previous. of the East moving into the season. Yeah, we'll start with the East. Start with the East. We'll start with the East. We'll start with the East, and we'll go to the West. Well, so how do you want to do it? Yeah, we'll kick it off with um, the Bucks. So I think all of us have them around the same position. I'll start off by saying I have them sitting at second. Um, I have a clear favourite at first, but I have the Bucks at second simply because they kept most of their roster. Uh, they did lose Malcolm Brogdon, which I thought was a big piece off the bench. Really efficient. Um, but you look at the East and you look at the main contenders um, and the Bucks are right there. They've got Giannis. They've got Giannis. I think we started with the Bucks because they finished first last year. We can't forget that. They had 60 wins. Do they lose enough to third. make them win less than 60? Or are they going to be a 60-win team again? It's a I, pretty, pretty I think team. they're going to be close to 60. It'll I think 58 so 58 wins to 60 wins. That's what I have them. Yeah. And I feel they'll be first in the East again. Just because... Um, just looking at teams from prior years, like Toronto in 2018, the Boston team from 2017, the Bucks, they're, they're, not, they're going to win the games they're supposed to. They're not going to take any games off. Have you seen them in the preseason already? I the, agree. I think the they'll finish teams. They've been burying teams. Yeah. They're they going to come. Shoot, like, yeah. License to shoot the three. Yeah. That's all. That's literally what it's going to be. It's going to be a fly zone I constant. Think, I think the Giannis fact is too and much. That's it's the, too much. He's too good. He's, he's, he's so young. <clears throat> he's only going to get better. His supporting crew is not too dissimilar. They replaced the players they lost with very similar like for like guys that fit into a system. They're always Matthews. I think, they lost, I think they lost more than they gained. And that's why I don't have them winning Maybe a little bit. And have them in second. Where, where do you have them ranked on? I, second. We've got them second. Yeah. Well, you but really, second, really too. going close. Like, Giannis Factor is literally what we're all banking on. And I think off of MVP season, he's going to be as angry. Mm-hmm. He's probably going to try and win it again. He's driven. He could average 30, 30, point, 30 plus points a game. I think a lot of their winning in the regular season will depend on his mid-range sh- shot. I think whoever shoots more threes nah, out of nah. Ben Simmons and Giannis finishes top of the East. That's what I'm it's thinking. Definitely Giannis. I'm going to run those numbers throughout the year. I'm going to tell He's you just going to bully ball the whole fucking East. That's literally what we're going to see for 82 games. I know it was playoffs, yeah. and I know it was only one series, but he got figured out. He got shut down. 
And I think I think we're talking about regular season. If he doesn't have if he doesn't have that mid range game going this season, it's not going to be as easy for him to score. In the playoffs, I don't see them winning. In, yeah, season. in the playoffs, in the playoffs? regular season, regular season, regular season. Regular season. Hornets in game week twelve. You know, yeah, and everybody has forty nine yeah, points. True as well. So I'm running like regular season. They will fifty eight ish wins around that. Philly will finish second because we're better and we have a better lineup. You mean first? First, we'll sorry, yeah. first. Yeah. Okay, we'll finish first. Bucks will finish second. Who's we? Philly. Yeah, thank you for establishing yeah. that. So I guess that's a good segue. Not everybody into... can see your t-shirt, all right? <laughs> okay. I guess everyone um, will move on to the Sixers. Yeah, I think it's a general consensus that they'll finish top two. Well, they've got the Sixers, if we're going to go on them, they've got the best power forward and centre tandem in the league in Joel Embiid and Holford. They're the best starting five. Best starting five in the league? Best starting five in the league. Who's the best starting five? They have the best starting five in the league. They have the tallest starting five in the league. Best starting five in the league. Do you give me a better starting five? Maybe, maybe. Ryan's going to give me a better starting five and you can't do it. The Clippers. No, it's not. And the Lakers. How? And Golden State when they're up and running. No, not Golden State. So what's what's Lakers' crunch time lineup? Anthony Davis, LeBron James, Kyle Kuzma. Rondo. Rondo. Danny Green. Danny Green. And Danny Green. Yeah. So we're going to roll out with... That's a championship. We're player. going to roll out with Simmons, Richardson, Harris, Horford, mm. and Joel Embiid. Mm. Horses. For courses. So we'll switch, we'll trap, we'll press. Do, Tobias Harris is not proven yet, though. In terms of what? In terms of being fifth defender, the fifth best defender on the team, or... Score, like he a, couldn't score when it mattered. In he the, didn't... We, we, we should have beaten the Raptors in that series. If you look at all the numbers, we yeah. just... They didn't shoot very well. Yeah. We shot fucking way worse, and we had to play Greg Monroe as a starting center. And he lost us a lucky bounce. And the lucky bounce in game seven. Yeah, that is true. Mm-hmm. Best nah, starting five. That's and not a lucky like, bounce, bro. That's touch. A lot deeper. <laughs> right. Josh Richardson's a ma- Josh Richardson's a massive upgrade on JJ Reed. Even losing, even losing, um, what do you call it, Jimmy Butler? And Aren't you, you get- concerned with your shooting? I feel like it can get real congested real quick with that team with all those bigs. You are tall. But it feels like it could get real congested. Like, because it depends if Simon can actually shoot the jump shot. Because last year, when um, when it counted most, he was stuck in the paint with Embiid. Yeah, and you've, you've, got stuck. Get, you've got to get him out of the dunker spot. You can't have Simmons in the dunker spot at all. You have him in the corner. He's got to get some sort of mid-range. It doesn't have to be a three. I'm not sold. It doesn't have to be three-point shooting. It just has to be whether it's coming off a pick as the handler and he can just spot up into a shot. If you can get some dribble handoff action going with Al Horford where he's doing something like that, it could be something there in terms of space in the floor. But I'm not going to live and die with Ben having to shoot the three ball. I think he does too much other good stuff with the ball to have him consistently chucking up threes. It's good to have our uh, Philadelphia correspondent, uh, Dominic Roy, in the, in the, <laughs> well, in the studio really, today. Really, really good. <laughs> it's I, I don't disagree. I only think you're going to finish second because I love Giannis a lot. That, he oh, is mm. very, very good. I know we've, it sounds simple, but it's one. effective. He's the MVP. I think they can finish top, but I've got him second. You're leading with your Greek heart. I'm leading with my Greek heart. I'll put it right on the table there. Like he does, every day. I'd be leading with him scoring 36 points a game and just fucking wrecking everyone in the East. We've seen it happen before in the East. It's not, it's not like the West where he has to go through everyone. It's literally got to go through a couple of teams in the, in the East. So I'm not surprised if they go number one. But I think the Sixers team really wants to have home court and finish number one and establish yeah. themselves. I think I think Philly are very hungry from last season, especially with mm. Ben and Joel and this off season. I think they've worked really hard um, 
Their starting five is the best in the league. I'm with Dom. Mm -hmm. They have a lot of length defensively. They're very deep. Um, it'll be interesting to see what their bench can offer, but I don't think that's going to be too much of a problem come in the regular season. Well, so I have them finish, yeah. finishing first as well. Yeah. Um, so moving on, uh, we got the Toronto Raptors. Defending They're champs. Interesting. The defending champs. Do we all have them third? No, um, Dwayne. But I'll let you start. Yeah, I think they're just gonna—they're gonna have that championship swagger from last year. Mm. They're gonna want to run it back. You got guys like Marcus Saul, mm. Kyle Lowry, Fred Van Fleet, mm -hmm. Steady Freddie, 30, Thirty Feet Fred Van Fleet. Yeah, o OG Ananobi, and then Pascal, mm -hmm. who I believe will be All Star All NBA. S Surge, type players say Surge, yeah. Surge, yeah. They're deep, and they know what mm. it takes to win. And they're just not going to You've got to respect the champions. And they always win in the regular season. They These do. Guys, they don't. Proven winners in the regular season. Nine season straight covering the over. That's crazy. Not eight or nine. Whatever that's, that's proven pedigree. There's one guy that I really like in that team, Norman Powell. I reckon he's going to Norman, have a big yeah. still, He's still yeah. liking that. I still like Norman Powell. So, Dom, Powell. where do you have I like the Raps? I've got them fourth. I'm going to have the Raps fourth. I think they're going to hold down. I think Carl <laughs> Lowry will still have a good enough season, very serviceable, yeah. with, less, yeah. with more production, Kawhi not being there. Pascal will go up. I yeah. still like, I still like their roster. I think Lowry's good with a lot of pressure off his back now as well. He knows he's a champion. He can be that laid back sort of character on the court now as well a bit more, and you know, bring some entertainment. They're well coached as well. Nick Nurse, he should get yeah, some credit. Unbelievable coach, absolutely. One first year championship coach. Yeah. 100%. I think the Kawhi factor is too large. I think Dwayne's right in terms of they want to run it back, but I think it's more of a they don't have a choice but to run it back. Yeah. You look at their roster; it's built to win now. It's built around Kawhi. Um, so I look at their roster and I think they're going to finish fifth. I think they regressed, obviously, losing, uh, quote-unquote, Dwayne, the best player in the world. Mm -hmm. um, so I think it's only natural that they're going to decline. You can't just remove a player like that and look at their roster and be like, oh, they're going to be top four again. Um, so I have them at fifth. There could be some Ewing theory factor. Take well, you reckon? Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. We could just do the Ewing theory with any player, that, any mm. team that loses their best player. But we'll say I think they're still going to be very, very competitive. Very, very, very fucking Easy. So that brings us to uh, fourth from last year, which was the Celtics. Won 49 last year. Um, obviously had a change of the point card position with the Kyrie-Kemba swap. Um, not direct swaps. But uh, Dom, you have a opinion on Boston. Where do you have them? They downgraded. I know it's going to be like a Philly take, but it's actually not. They just literally lost Al Horford, who's their most valuable player piece over the last stretch of how many years mm. since they've been really good. Kemba's a downgrade on Kyrie, 100%. That's not even... That's like tiers below. <laughs> it's two tiers below. He's trying 100%. to start a fight. He's trying to start <laughs> yeah. a fight. He's, He's two tiers below. Everyone. This isn't a Philly take, but it's going to yeah, be a Philly, yeah. a Philly take. So this is, it is the, a Philly take. I've got them finishing sixth. I've got them finishing sixth. I think Tatum will... I'm going to be watching him extremely, extremely closely. Very close. Yeah. Very, very close. You know, right? I want to see. I don't want to see 6 of 15 and 6 of 17 with mid-range shots. I want to see some yeah. ball handling. I want to see some really good defense. I want to see some playmaking. Take it to the rack. Because the kids acted up last year and they got their way. They shipped him out of town. Kyrie's gone. They didn't ship him out of town. No. They, 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 they shipped him out of town. He was crying. They shipped him out of town. Because they thought they were something better than they actually were making an Eastern Conference final the year before. It doesn't happen like that. It takes a long time to build a championship winning team. They didn't want to listen. They wanted all the glory. Now he's gone. Now they can live with Kemba. And they can live with Enos Cantor. So you don't think Kyrie has a weird personality and he can't Kyrie's a, with... Kyrie's a weird cat. Yeah. But when it comes to winning and getting it done, 
He's proven that he knows how to do it on the big stage. Did you see him in the Milwaukee series? Who else is going to put up shots for them? Who so else is going to do it? Tatum. You don't think that he ruined their chemistry? I think they. I think they. Do you think I, he was weird at the Cavs? Do you think he messed a bit with, messed up a bit with the Cavs? The way he wanted to leave and everything. Yeah, yeah. And he's got his. He's got his little. He's got his frailties. He's got his issues. But I think he didn't want to bow down to those kids, and I think we're going to they're going to trust find the out process, why. man. But do you think so? But with Kemba, you won't be getting any of that weird shit. Just yeah, no, but I'm also going to get a, a much significantly less point. Well, this out. is the first real opportunity Kemba's going to get. I don't think Kemba's that much worse than Kyrie. Yeah, I don't reckon he is, man. I reckon he definitely is. Look, is he? Yeah, because he can't shoot. If we're talking less about this Kyrie Kemba comparison and more about Boston, <sighs> I um, just think yeah, it's a massive yeah. factor. They're not. I think it, I think it definitely plays a factor, but. Kemba is not that much worse than Kyrie that I think they're going to switch Especially to Especially in a system, in system basketball like is. Brad Stevens, he's a great coach. I look at Boston and you've got Tatum and Brown who have a year under their belt. Mm-hmm. Uh, Haywood who's one year further away from that broken leg. Um, I'm on the same train as you as they really lack some forward depth. Yeah, it's And they're going to have to look for a trade throughout the season to, um, to fill that spot. But the in the regular season, mm. I think you can get away with not having a good big. I genuinely think he can, and I think Boston will be able to get into that top four position. Finish fourth. Yeah, Dwayne, where do you have them? Yeah, I agree with you, Steph. I have him. I have them finishing fourth. I also like the fact that four of their dudes played in the national team. I always think that pays off for absolutely a lot of teams. Yeah. They can build chemistry. They were real good. They would have all gelled together. They were very good in that national team. <laughs> Fantastic yeah. world championship. Well, so basically, what you're saying is they're going to finish. It'll, it'll pay off. I feel it'll pay off. Like they'll finish fourth. Okay, so um. Moving on, we have the Pacers who finished fifth last year. Interesting package. Uh, Dom, what do you think? I think the Pacers are going to be good again. Oladipo comes back into the mix. I've got them finishing at the five. I've got them finishing fifth. What do you think about their off-season additions? Well, TJ... So they lost They lost. A, they lost shooting. They, it's, it's a weird package because you lose Bogdanovich, who's a knockdown shooter last year, but you're getting a 50-40-90 guy. But I'm just not still sure on Brogdon. For some reason, I'm still not. I think sold. he overachieved on that in that system as well, Bogdanovich. With Budenhauser, it's a very pro shooting. But he done it before. He shoots efficiently. TJ Warren is just. Do you know what I like about TJ Warren? He can just give him a little bit yeah. more off the off the ball scoring. But they lost Dad Young as well. That's a, off the bench, which is huge. I think that was almost your transition to saying, "Hey, Sabonis, step up." Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't yeah. think they could have kept on starting that at the four. Um, and I think DeBon- um, DeMontas-, DeMontas Sabonis is going to step up and actually have a bigger year for them, and that's going to contribute to them um, being in the eight. They're really um, banking on Turner and Sabonis. <coughs> like, Sabonis off the bench is ridiculous. Now they've just got to figure out a way to get the best out of Sabonis and Turner on the court at the same time because their crunch time should really be, what, Oladipo... It's going to be Brogdon, Oladipo, Oladipo Warren... Sabonis Turner. Turner. Mm. That's going to be. It's a nice team. It's nothing nice wrong team. with that. It's. I've got them sliding down into sixth purely because I think the Nets will jump up above them into fifth. Yeah, we haven't talked about. I that. actually, I'm probably the outlier with the Pacers. I actually have them finishing eighth. I mm. think I actually do think they're well coached and they've got good players, but missing Oladipo for the they're looking like after November. I think that's going to be a lot. And it's I don't know if Brogdon will be able to handle that guard duty. Yeah, I don't know what kind of Oladipo we're going to get back either. That, so that's, I have, that's I'm true. kind of with Dwayne. Yeah. I have him at seven. Sorry to jump in. Yeah. From all accounts, he, from that injury, he's supposed to take a step back Like from what you're 
Fibio athleticism, or we know what he's built on. But apparently he's looking ready to go, and he's yeah. recovered as well as anyone possibly could. I know they're always going to say that shit. I've heard much the same, but it's different to match fitness. We're going to see. Yeah, we'll yeah. see when, once he gets back on the court. But last year, where did they finish? Sixth. Fifth. 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 Fifth, and they didn't have Oladipo for a lot of that. Majority, I still yeah. think he's going to come back. I think they'll be fine. They'll be a top five team in my in my estimation again. Mm-hmm. Go with the Brooklyn Nets. Is that what we go with? So, if Kyrie, if Kemba is a downgrade. From Kyrie, mm-hmm. Kyrie is an upgrade okay, yeah. on D like tiers above D right? Mm-hmm. So they finished yeah. six last year. Was it six? Is that what I'm looking at? My eyes, that's pretty yes. shit. Yep. Yeah, but yeah. six. So I've got them being the biggest mover up. I've got them finishing in third. Mm-hmm. I reckon they're a well rounded team. They missed out Karis Lever. Now we do these ones with injury aside and everything like that. Missed out Karis Lever for a portion of the season when he was breaking out. He's a player that a lot of people think has some ridiculous potential, like unreal, outrageous potential. Um, so you, I have... think they've got, I think they've got a really, really good starting five, and they've still got Dinwiddie to come off the bench. You lose D'Lo, but you get a all-star, all-NBA point guard in Kyrie. So Dom, I've also got Brooklyn a third. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm with you. So mm. um, banking on Kyrie's health, I think they're still a very well-rounded team, even with the absence of Kevin Durant in that first season. Um, they brought in DeAndre Jordan, so they've got a little more veteran leadership in that locker as well. Um, and I think the Brooklyn Nets are just very well coached by Kenny Atkinson. They have a fantastic game plan. Um, they gave money to Dinwiddie and to Levert, so they're going to go out there and they're going to earn it. Do you know what I like? I know before Dwayne goes in, I just looking at that team... They've just got a bit of everything. Like, mm-hmm. if I said, who's their three-point shooter? Well, fuck, they've got the three-point shooter championship. Fucking yeah. Joe mm. Harris. Mm. They've got a, a scoring point guard in Kyrie, which we all need to have. They've got two. They've got two. They've got Dinwiddie off the bench, who can run the pick and roll. They've got a backup set. Who's their rim protector? Well, fuck, they've got Jared Allen, who mm. takes souls. And DeAndre Jordan. And DeAndre Jordan. They've got depth. Rodney Crew. I like Steph. I like the team. They're pretty stacked, man. They're my three. And they're going to have next when KD comes back after his injury. I like Brooklyn too. I have them fifth. They've got who they got? They got KD, Kyrie, DeAndre Jordan, Torian Prince. Torian Prince. Yeah, KD doesn't count. But uh, Karis Levert, Spencer Dinwiddie, Jared Allen, Joe Harris, and Kurks. If I'm saying. Yeah. I look at last year and I feel like they built a fantastic culture. They mm-hmm. all look like they were playing fun basketball. They're the new big dogs in New York as well. Oh, they run. They run they, New York. They man. run New York. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So they're eight deep. But I am actually concerned about health, especially with Kyrie. Just because in, he's played eight seasons in the NBA. Three of them he's played uh, over 70 games. But in one of those 70 game seasons, he broke his knee. He fractured his kneecap. And he's had two facial fractures. And it got re-aggravated a couple of days ago in uh, the game in Shanghai. I'm concerned about his health. Alright, well we'll factor that in as a little factor. I think Kyrie likes to cry a little bit. And... I think they're going to finish fifth. Alright, so we've got them all upgrading. Me and Stefan definitely have them as a bit of a bolt in the east. A bit of a bolter in the east. I, yeah, that's that would be very, very appropriate. So last season, finishing in seventh with the same record as the Nets was the Magic. Uh, Dwayne, what's your take on them? Where do you have them finishing? So I actually have them finishing sixth for um, one main reason, which is Jonathan Isaac. Um... I think he, uh, I think he's gonna take the next leap, like most of us do, right? Got to take a leap first. Yeah, I think he's gonna take that leap. All right. Because I think he's... he can leap very high. 
Go. He's put on a outrageous amount of muscle because I always thought he had the offensive skills like he showed in college. Like he, I would see him go coast to coast. He had a handle, mm. make the open three, but he couldn't do that in the NBA in the first two seasons just because he didn't have that extra weight to land on. He didn't have that strength. I feel like he's got that now. He's proven that he can, can defend multiple positions. And I feel like he's going to... I feel like he's a fringe all-star player this year. And he'll help them uh, get yeah get that six spot with you know the help of Vu, uh, Terrence mm. Ross, Aaron Gordon, Aaron Gordon, yeah. I reckon, you, I reckon you've gone a year. A, I reckon we're a year too early on Isaac. I reckon we're a year too early. One more year mm. of foundation building, playing consistent basketball, getting used to his body, getting used to what it's like to be playing at this weight and recovering and all that. Mm. Ceiling wise, I reckon he's the best player on that Magic team. He's got the highest ceiling. He can be their best player. I think they're going to finish seventh ish around that six or seven. They haven't got worse. Yeah. It's just banking on how much better have those players got. But I reckon who's going to make the biggest leap? I think it's going to be Aaron Gordon. Ooh, I interesting. I thought I thought about it a lot, you know, because we spoke about it last time, and we all did kind of agree on um, Jonathan Isaac taking a big leap. Big leap. But again, Dom, you're right on the money. He's a year apart. He hasn't played consistently over these first two years. Um, he's got a lot to get used to. I think he's going to break out at some point this season. Mm-hmm. Um, but by then, I think it'll be a little too late. And Magic will finish 8th and oh, just. Just striking. Um, I have some fringe teams. I don't think they got worse in terms of a lineup, but I just don't think they're going to achieve as highly as they did last season. Vu played amazingly. He's still going to be their go-to guy. But I think they're very shallow at the guard position. And banking on Fultz's success is not something that um, oh, I'm very confident in. First, first of all fucking happy forces playing doing something in the preseason mm. he's actually been able to have some sort of preseason the shot the shooting still looks awful it's the shooting is still really bad he's not going to be anything that we shouldn't stop him from doing everything else but i'll tell you what he's going to be he's going to be a playmaking slasher who can defend on the ball extremely well mm. he's going to give them something yeah. but it's just not going to be what we all thought he could be mikey we have i've got him seventh um, I like the upside in just the whole roster in general. I like Jonathan Isaac. I like Mo Bamba as well. Um, and seeing what his progression's like. Mo Bamba's going to get seven minutes a game. Oh, I'm saying, I just like to see if his progression starts to come good towards the right end of the season. When they need to win games, they might. that's like the Jonathan Isaac. He might start to take off in games 50 to 82 and they make a run and they pinch seven. But they might start slow trying to figure it out. But if they develop at the right time, they might go on a good stretch and pinch a seventh spot. Because I don't think the East is... It, it's up for grabs. Seven to 11 is up for grabs. I'll, I'll look at that Orlando roster really quickly before we move on for them. Um, bit of a tangent conversation for another pod. But I think Orlando are in a position where they have tradable assets mm. and good contracts mm. in play to be able to potentially bring in a better guard. So that's why Bamba's so going to play. Bamba is going to play probably to play. prove his worth. But I don't think he's part of their long-term future anymore. And I look at guys like Evan Fournier. Aaron Gordon's got a fantastic front-loaded contract that's going um, into the 19 mil, I think, next season. It's less. Um, so, we'll be interesting to see what they do. But the next team that uh, rounded out the eight last year was the Pistons with an even record of 41 and 41. Um, Mikey, they're your team. My boys. What do you think? Tell I was, us how you I really was saying it earlier, and I'll say it again. 
I know it's crazy, but I feel I feel a bad boys element to this what team. What does that mean? With uh, Markeith Morris, if Drummond can can get a little bit aggressive in the paint, you know what I mean. Get a bit more active on defense. Blake Griffin as well got a little bit of a like a like not a bad boy, but he's he can get smug. He's, he's got a big smug. body to throw throw around. He's not throwing anybody. Re- Reggie can Reggie. I don't like Reggie, so he can be a bad boy too. Um, Derek Rose adds that sort of redemption element. I I, I personally don't have them finishing in the eight. Um, I don't trust them, but I think if they do get it right, they'll be an aggressive team that are gonna they're gonna rock up and maybe pinch an eight spot. I don't have them in, unfortunately, because I like the system of Miami and um, and the roster that they're putting together a little bit more. I would have them at ninth. Um, so. Yeah, maybe you wanted a little bit more you know, inspiration from a Pistons fan, but I'll have them sitting out just for, you know, bias, unbiased sake. Yeah. So, Dwayne, what do you reckon? I have them at 8th. I just feel like in the East, if you have two All-Stars, you're going to make the 8th. And I, and for that reason, I also don't think Dwayne Casey has missed the playoffs in ooh, That's true. five, six years. Mm. And I don't think... Yeah, he's... I don't think they'll... I don't... Oh, it's tight because with the rest of the players, but... Griffin. They didn't get much it's worse. Have two st- they didn't yeah, get they have much two worse. They have enough two All-Stars. The, the star theory plays a lot. Here. Is enough, but I'm. it's the one team that I'm really factoring health and I just don't think Blake is going to play. They won 41 games last year and Drummond, who plays 82 games mostly every single season anyway, but Blake played 75 games last year and they only won 41 games. And I'm not banking on his health. I know we spoke about Kyrie's health. I'm not banking on his health to get them to where they need to go. They didn't get they didn't get worse. They didn't get better. Their wing death is horrendous. They're really banking on Luke Kennard to be a person that can come off the bench and score for them, along with Derek Rose. But and Zvi and Langston. Yeah, you reckon? <laughs> um, well, I'm going to put them just out, and I'm going to put Miami in the eight. I tell you who I do want to see. I want to see Saku Dumbuya as well. The rookie pick. The rookie pick. They like him. I mm. like him. They like him. Mm. And if look. They, they, they have a good upside. They have a good upside. I just don't trust them. Yeah, I'm not trusting. I'm not trusting Blake to play games. That's my opinion. look. I'm on the same train as as uh, you guys, having Pistons interchangeable, probably with the eighth or ninth spot, but definitely ninth. Um, we look at the next team that finished ninth last year, and uh, it was the Charlotte Hornets, and we're not going to talk about them <laughs> just yet. Um, no, 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 I don't think they're anywhere near the top eight, and I think we all agree there. So, moving on, we've got the Miami Heat, who finished with a 39-43 record last season, obtained Jimmy Butler in the offseason, lost to Sam Whiteside. Um, not many more changes beyond that. Dwayne Josh Wade Richardson retired. Josh Richardson obviously went. Sorry, forgot about that one. Um, and Miles Leonard came oh. in. What do we think? So, this is Jimmy territory. This is Jimmy being an alpha guy, number Hunter. one... I'm going to do what Jimmy does. And what Jimmy does when he gets to do that, he wins 43 games. That's Jimmy's thing. He trains hard. No one trains harder for 43 wins. He'll get 43 wins. It's going to be what happens with that roster. They don't have a shitload of depth. They don't have a shitload of scoring. But what they do have is they got Bam, who's going to up. He's going to definitely be a lot mm-hmm. harder. Mm-hmm. He's going to be able to run the pick and roll with Jimmy a lot. They're going to get some action going. Goran Dragic, from all accounts, is actually going to be able to play. He's, if injury permissible. He can play. That'll be good. And that's that's about that's where I'm going. I think they're going to get 43 wins. Jimmy can give them an extra four or five wins, 100. percent 
they stretch the floor, stretch the floor really well as well. Do you um, I, I do. With with if you look at their their bigs with at the power forward, Kelly Olenek does sort of sit out and shoot the three. Bringing yeah. in Myers Leonard as well. Myers Leonard, he can get hot from the three and he's big. I know you look at Bam who takes it in the paint, but if you can play them at the power forward, it stretches it out. With Jimmy Butler sort of finding a lane or finding a jump shot. Same Dion Waiters. Who's on the island? Is anyone still well, on the Steph's island? On Steph on the island. Steph on the island. I'm on Miami's island, so <laughs> I do go for them. Well, I'm so on Waiters Island as well. I like Dion Waiters. Um, just a matter of he can stay fit, and you know you knocked on wood as well for Goran Dragic. They got Justice Winslow as well. He's a good hybrid player. Can play through. Let me give you my take on the Miami Heat. Our we Miami have pieces at every position. Mm. We picked up, in my opinion, the best shooter in the draft. Um, they're very weird pieces. I'm not going to say there's they're some horses, there's some stars who are front running, but all the pieces that we have add to the culture that we already bring. You brought in a guy who's been playing with our culture before he even came to the club. He's already pushing it further. You add that to our amazing, amazing coaching staff led by Eric Spolstra. You've got Pat Riley at the top of the front office. I just think there's no way we don't make the eight this year. You finish eighth. We're finishing sixth, in my opinion. Um, I think we're going to surprise a lot of teams. Um, we've got a very friendly second half of the season in terms of how our schedule's built, and that'll help us post All Star break when all other teams are a little bit more tired. Oh, how so I have actually had a good look at uh, at our um, front end of the season, and it's pretty um, pretty heavy with uh, big hitters. So I think if we can roll through those punches at the start, we'll be smooth sailing to finish uh, the rest of the season off. Tyler Hero? I'm putting us to six. Tyler Hero is going to be the best shooter in this draft. Potentially yeah. one of the better players in this draft. Count. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm that. That's I'm, my hot take. I'm banking on Jimmy. And if he can't get it done, I'm break the shit out of him. So that's literally what the take is going to be. Because they're interchangeable. He's the one that gets him in the eight. If they don't have a Jimmy-like talent. If we go into this season again with Josh Richardson, we're probably sitting here saying they're definitely not making the eight. Mm-hmm. So it's bank or bust on Jimmy and what, ha- and what he produces. And that is good. That's what we're going to see with him. Dwayne, I have the Heat finishing ninth, just because I, I'm not sure about your roster. Is Justice Winslow actually a point guard? I can't, I can't tell. I feel like he's more of a small forward. I don't, don't believe in the depth. I don't think Kelly Olynyk is a is enough to have, be a starting power forward in this league. Bam, I can see some improvements, but I feel like yeah, Jimmy's going to get them to like. 38 to 40 wins and just miss out. It's not the most, not the most outrageous take we've ever had. No, no. We all, all. Steph has got the Miami hat on, which is Looks like enough. Heat and Pistons are in a race here, Steph. I think so. So um, that kind of rounds out a uh, better top half. Well, that's the end. That's basically the end. We went the through the teams that are going to yeah, be... That's, I don't think we missed anyone. That's we look at our, you know, our 10 to 15 spot. You've got the likes of the Knicks, Cavs, Bulls, Hawks, Wizards, and Hornets. Um... You know, I think we we all have the Bulls and the Hawks a cut above that, that trash yeah, four at the bottom. Yeah, the in my opinion, you know, the Knicks, cool. the Cavs, uh, the Wizards, and the Hornets. Um, so if you're looking at those four teams, uh, Dom, I'll start with you. Who would you rather have which out of one? those four teams? Uh, which one would I be out of those bottom four teams? Pick yeah. your poison, man. Uh, I think I'd rather be. You can't pick the Wizards because you can't be tied down to that John Wall contract. Like, it's just such a... It's like a cinder block. You just want to kill yourself having to look at that. I think I... I'm going to go I'm gonna go with the New York Knicks. 
I'm going to go with the Knicks. And I'm going to go with the Knicks based on some stupid shit and some stupid logic that it can't get any worse than what it is now. And you've got to come out of this some way, somehow. And the only way to do it is to win some basketball games because God knows tanking isn't going to help them because they just can't make a decision to save their lives. In the you dark. think you can do a better job? I can do it 100,000%. percent I could do a better job running that franchise. I reckon you could now. too. So this year, they've put some pieces together with expiring contracts. Some of them are older players. Vets. They're going to have to try and play. They're going to have to try and win. And then see how they go on free agency. They've set their team up for free agency. So I'm not sure they can lose because you've got to try and build something. And with Brooklyn having what they have now and done what they've done and own New York, the Knicks, it's it's something. And God help our souls and everyone else's souls. But I'm going to pick the Knicks because I'm fucking crazy. I'm with you, Dom. Yeah, yeah you're yeah. crazy too. Yeah, yeah you're crazy, crazy too. I'm with, I'm with the Knicks. I just like... I just like the young talent they have in Knox, Mitchell Robinson, who's a guy who played 26 minutes and he came second in blocks per game last year, which is pretty good. It's a good thing to have. And I like RJ as well. Um, And it's the whole, I don't know, I always fall for it, but it's the whole, it's the big city, the biggest market in the league. They still have the fourth most demand for tickets. Exactly. It's always going to happen. So they've got to do something. And I feel like... As a franchise, they're never going to be in the worst shape, but... I think that is always their bailout and this New York factor doesn't mean a thing anymore with Brooklyn across the road with a much better looking roster and a much better looking front office. Um, if I'm looking at those bottom four teams, I think the Cavs is the team that are in the better position. So with the Cavs, I look at them, they've got Kevin Love, who's their best trade piece. I look at Tristan Thompson, Jordan Clarkson, Larry Nance, Clarkson, uh, Matthew Dellavedova, all coming off the books after this season. So if we're looking at a team that has the best chance of rebuilding and getting out of the shithole that they're in, I think Cleveland are in the best spot. They still own their picks. Um, they've got a lot coming off their books and they definitely have better centerpieces there at the moment to work around than what the Knicks have. So I'm going with them. Alright, so um, those two teams that we said are kind of above, the Hawks and the Bulls. Um, both intriguing rosters, a lot of young talent. Uh, didn't achieve too much last season. Hawks finished with 29 wins, Bulls with 22 wins. Um, both didn't get worse and both did pretty well in the draft. Mm. Um, Dwayne, I'll start with you. If you had to choose either of those rosters to build with, who are you going with? I would take the Hawks because I feel like DeAndre Hunter is going to be a stud. Um, he's shown for his size he's got a really soft touch and he he played a bit of the power forward position in college last year and the system he came, for, uh, came from uh, lived on defense so I think he's going to be a, a good two-way player I like Cam from the preseason games that I've seen he's, um, he's been money from three second best shooter in the draft yeah and you can see that with their coach who came from Golden State no, six, six was Lloyd Pierce. Lloyd Pierce. Lloyd Pierce is like Fantastic coach. coach. Defensive coach. So he'll, play, he'll bring defense to him. He'll bring defense. But um, I could kind of see like how they kind of do their own type of Steph and Clay with Trey and Cam. You reckon? I reckon yeah. Kevin Hurd is the one. Kevin Hurd is the best one out of them. I think long-term Cam Reddish is going to have a great career, but next season, Kevin Hurd is definitely seeing more minutes. Um, Mikey? They're, I think they're holding Herder out because they know how important he is to the team coming back off a couple of off-season surgeries. He's, he's, they're, they're trying to build something there that's based on a model that, that's won in the league. 
you know, in, in recent history. So Golden State and, and shooting the three ball and, and fast ball movement. I think they're a I think they're a star center away from almost making playoffs this year. So if you were to choose them or Chicago? I would move and with Chicago, they're in a very similar position. They've got a couple of, of star grade potential quality. That's Levine, Markin and Wendell Carter Jr. Um, Kobe White, we see a little bit of him. Otto Porter is 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 reliable as a, as an old boot, for if you will, at the small forward. Um, I would go personally with Atlanta um, because I I just love what they're building there. If they can get one more young star center, like draft one more, but maybe finish eleventh or twelfth, and get a good center in the next draft, they are they're ready the year after that in twenty twenty one and twenty two to push into some playoffs to contention. So I'll take them. Dominic. I think I'll take the Bulls. They're pretty dormant franchise. Shit front office recently. I think they've got some talent there. I think, And I'm talking about for this year. Long term, it's they've got obviously Trey Young mm. at Atlanta. But I think I'm taking the Bulls this year. I think the Bulls are definitely sneaky to make the eight almost. Mm. Where they're going to go is, fuck, how well they're going to be coached. That's my biggest issue. I'm just not sold on Boylan from what we saw last year. They have a lot of issues as we... You know, continuously came up with losing coaches and getting him, but talent-wise, it's the best team that the Bulls have been able to put out since they've had the Butler Rose sort of era. So mm. we'll see. I'd we'll see. Almost have the Bulls, but what separates Atlanta from that is the coaching staff, and I think that plays a big piece when you have a rebuilding team. Mm. Um, they brought in Lloyd Pierce, who I think is um, fantastic with his players. Um, and you look at Boylan on the other side. Last season, I'm pretty sure they had player-only meetings and a few problems there. So. Um, I think one. Atlanta has decent depth and a good mix of veterans and um, younger talent and rookies. I thought they drafted fantastically, bringing in another great shooter in Cam Reddish. John Dre Hunter, as Dwayne said, is a stud. Um, hopefully he can come to me in the fantasy draft. Uh, pick, pick five, yeah, for anyone who's wondering. Um, but yeah, I, I think Atlanta are in a, in a really good position to be able to rebuild. They own their picks. They took a massive risk by trading... Trey Young for Luka Doncic, so I think it's a massive year for Trey Young to prove that he was worth that trade. Um, and then they took Hunter with that other pick, so um, let's see how that pans out for them. It's really going to be the measuring stick uh, for their season. It's been it's a good be build so Mavericks. far for Atlanta. They've, they've done well. They've, they've hit done everyone. People they so that's our Eastern Conference wrap-up. Um, I hope you enjoyed our preview. Uh, have a look out for our predictions on social media. Uh, subscribe, like, and listen to the podcast on Spotify or iTunes. Um, we'll also put it up on YouTube. Um, so we'll be back next week. With, uh, we're off to the West Coast. Clark, Clark.